0: Mando? Yeah. Start with sessions in the building. Children, ladies. This is the way to the recap, baby. And you know, it's gonna get wild when Matt and Luke talk Mando and the child.
1: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Mandalorian Recap. Yes, we're back. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here in the cockpit of the N1 Starfighter. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. You wouldn't put this man's face under a helmet. Luke Bly, Master Blywalker, how you doing, mate? Oi,
0: oi, Savaloy! I'm I, 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 I'm in shock. I'm in shock. <laughs> Mate, Mando is back. the Mandalorian is back um I don't know I don't know. we've been, been waiting two so years long. two <laughs> we've, years we've, the last. so the last time we did a mando recap was the Mandalorian season two chapter sixteen uh and the rescue, uh, yeah. you know the the rescue and I remember saying then. To the listeners, I was like, "Remember where you are. Remember this moment because yep. this is special. This is going to go it's down in pop stuff. culture history. It was going to go down in Star Wars history, and you know, it did. It really, really did. And it's weird that we're back now. here, yeah. mate.
1: Yeah, yeah mate. I, I I uh, yeah. had a little listen to that uh, the other day very quickly, and well, the audio quality has changed. That's for sure. Uh, we sound an awful lot better now, uh, two you know two and a bit years down the line. But of course, we've had." uh the book of boba fett so we've had a little bit mm. of filling a little bit of um sprinkles on the cake there but it's been two years it's been what 27 months now since we've had the mandalorian din jarin baby yoda grogu and everyone back in our lives we're here to talk about the latest episode of the mandalorian chapter 17 episode one of season three now, as we always say, this is going to be a full spoiler review. We're going to tell you straight away. We're not going to beat around any old bush here. We're going full spoilers. If you haven't seen this episode, press pause. Come back in an hour's time. Listen to us. See if you agree of our thoughts on Chapter 17, The Apostates. Directed by Rick Famuyiwa, 37 minutes long. Released on March the 1st, 2023. Luke Bly, my friend, let's do it. Up top. Is this the way
0: or have they lost their way? <laughs> what do you think about it, mate? I, I think this is the way. She this is the it. way. We're back. We're back. We're back. You know, we're back. I don't think it's necessarily, um, perfect per se, but it is, it's a great, great return to form. I think, um, I, I, I can't wait. I think like with like with all of our recaps, I I find that almost like even talking through it and getting your opinion on it and kind of just like bouncing ideas off each other that helps with kind of digesting what we've just watched, you know. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited for that, mate. Alone, um, what about you? Is this the way, or have they lost the way? I think
1: this is the way, mate. But I think this was a solid but unspectacular episode i don't mean it was a bad episode i don't want to be misquoted by the sick heads out there or the new listeners i thought this was a good episode i thought it was a good episode to build the foundations of what's to come in season mm. three we've got a lot of action it's bookended by action but when i was watching it i wasn't there were times when i wasn't being grabbed by it it fe- sometimes mm. it felt a little bit by numbers not safe but maybe that was down to the runtime where they've got 34 minutes, give or take after trailers and recaps to tell this story. And it did feel like a bit of a setup, a bit of playing catch up from the book of Boba Fett. However, there were many moments in this, which I really enjoyed and mate. Getting to see the dynamic duo back again, getting to see High Magistrate Grief carger again. They're the kind no, of mate. things that it hit me right there, mate. It hit me right there. So I like the episode. I didn't love it. I think it was solid. Uh, but I, th- and I think we've got bigger and better things to come in in the season. I, I
0: I think you're I think you're bang on the money. I think there's a lot of um, context being given for the 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 story, where we are, where we're going, and even explaining the absence of some characters. <laughs> All in, and this is the first thing you notice, ain't it? All in, like th- without credits and without recap you know watch a little over half an hour 35 About minutes half an hour yeah yeah like uh, that's not long i do wish i was hoping for a longer episode um just like the intro to season two you know season oh, two mate. when the marshal dropped um chapter nine i think <laughs> mm-hmm. that was was it uh, Chapter yes, nine. It chapter nine yeah Ah, mate, you know, that bad boy dropping, and it's nearly an hour. And it's, and it's, I think a lot of the sickheads, a lot of our listeners have been uh, sickheads, is what we refer to as our listeners, by the way. If you are new, new, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, a lot of people have been re watching Mando in the lead up to season three, and they've been saying, Oh, mate, the Marshall. The Marshall, you know, chapter nine, tremendous episode. And I think it, I don't know, it just had a bit time, bit of time to breathe. I think this episode could have done with a little bit more time to breathe in mm-hmm. places. But like you, um, I'm pretty positive on it. And I think part of that, if I'm being completely honest, is probably just like the return to The Mandalorian as a show, like the music, the amount of crazy puppeteering that we got, and like animals and creatures that we got. Like a few months ago, I was having a little bit of a moan during Andor, and I love Andor. You know, I love Andor. And I'm so happy that we have something like Andor and stuff like Andor and Mando can coexist in this universe, in this sandpit, right? Um, sandbox uh the andalorian <laughs> well, yeah the andalorian <laughs> i'm i'm just like a few months ago i was going oh mate maybe we could have done with a few more aliens and creatures and Andor, and you know to make it really feel star warsy it's like it's like mandalorian heard me and <laughs> went, don't worry luke don't, you know don't worry we got mate you. <laughs> we're, we're, you, you name it it's gonna be in this episode i feel like this episode is like if Jabba's Palace and the Cantina and a New Hope and Maz's castle kind of got together and said, you know, let's make us let's make an episode of the Mandalorian and, <laughs> and let's spill that on the streets. Yeah. Let's throw in some parts of the Caribbean vibes. Yes. <laughs> and, yes, definitely. And. And you know some Western vibes again. I don't know. There's there's a lot. There is a lot in this episode that's that's going on. And um yeah, I, I my my initial thought is, hey, it's a little short. Maybe it could have done with a little bit more time to breathe. I I, I suppose it felt big uh, though. It,
1: it still felt it big. Did. I mean, we 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 start off on this it kind did. of. We start off with the armor in her den, and they're on this beach site. They're they're on the beach basically, all hanging out, mm-hmm. getting their getting their tan on there and then of course we go to navarro we spend time in space we have a big space battle in the asteroid belt so it, it's it's mm. still quite a big episode um and obviously we go to um uh i can't remember the name of the planet now i've got it written down where um bo katan is um kalavala oh. one of the planets around Cal- Mandalore. So we we go to a lot of places still
0: you know um i I was actually gonna mention, I was thinking, and I've got this written in my notes. I've I've written over a page of notes, like two pages of notes on this. There, there, is, He's there turning is a lot me of, now. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I know, mate. What's going on? There's a lot of stuff going on. And um I'm I, I think now it makes sense that they have like um e- bookended this episode with action right it just starts off and you're like oh what's going on here i can't lie um watching that scene the first time around i thought it was a young dinjarin that's just like yeah yeah i had to take my notes out because i put
1: young dinjarin is essentially being baptized in the ocean and then i I think they i think that was i'm assuming they played it so people thought that so the big surprise when the n1 Mm -hmm. comes in is it is the reveal I thought it was Din as well. It was a little lad called Ragnar. That's Jimmy Kimmel's nephew as well. I found no it. way. Is it yeah, really? Yeah, I found that out. Yeah, he's been in uh, a rom com recently. I think apparently he's in the Book of Boba Fett. He's probably like maybe under some prosthetics, but little little Kimmel. Oh. Name's Ragnar. Oh. I think his name
0: was in the episode. Okay, okay. Well, I yeah, I thought that was like definitely a young dinjarin and this is his baptism and i was like oh wow this is getting deep i do think it's some commentary going on as well you know Mm -hmm. probably on the idea of you know without trying to get too deep but like child baptism um does the kid really understand what he's getting himself into probably not um reciting that that promise isn't he but like it's robotic Mm -hmm. almost yes absolutely the pledge yeah and then um i don't know like death watch i was like oh this must be a throwback because there's loads of mandalorians there and they've all got their different flags and you know they've obviously grown since the last time we saw them in the book of boba fett but no so retrospectively we understand that no this is like present day in the mandoverse and um it, it seems like there's different clans and different creeds yeah. there that are now making up the idea maybe i don't want to even want to say death watch because maybe they're beyond that now maybe they're like maybe they're uniting all these different creeds and well, clans they were of the, of the Watch, and- weren't they right so uh, remind me of what's what right <laughs> no, this, is, this is what i got confused they, they are man- Mando- right
1: I think so. Mando, yeah, they are. Yeah, I think because I think it's Death Watch, didn't they find Mando in when he was a lad when the B the Super Battle Droid was going to blow him up?
0: I'm pretty sure that Death Death found him. Death Watcher in Clone Wars and Rebels, right?
1: That's right. And And then and and, and, and they refer to him as a child of of like children of the Watch, uh, which is the the creed or the faction or the cult, if you will, that he belongs to. They're the ones. This they're the ones ones who won't take their helmets off. but yeah, okay. there, there's more mandos there now than we saw last time. All different colours, you know, in terms of their helmets and mm. their armour. It's a very colourful. I think we called them skittle mandos the other day, like a bowl of skittles. It's just colours everywhere. But um, I love it. That's a setup as well for season three because last time we saw it was the armourer and Paz Vizsla, the big boy John Favreau, yeah. and now
0: suddenly, vroom. With, where where do these guys come from? Yes, yes, I think. Everything in this episode is setting up stuff. And I think people are either gonna love that, they're gonna buy into it. But I can actually imagine a few people going, ah, oh, do you know what? I was expecting something else. Yeah. Maybe they should have aired it with the with another episode, you know, a two-episode premiere that might have been a bit juicier. I don't know. Um, but you know, that aside, we got a fat off, huge crocagator, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know shout out shout out to all the fellas down under or in a, like, Florida for, over there for for you know you're getting your representation here lads um I was, kid, I was thinking oh no like, I was initially thinking oh well we're leaning into that like serious Mandalorian stuff you know some serious dialogue and no like <laughs> this huge massive alligator <laughs> yeah. Yeah. starts nibbling on it, mandos <laughs> i love it i was i was like oh yeah no we're <laughs> this is this yeah. is the mandalorian it's, this is the way yeah it follows demand it follows the way remember episode one way back when
1: they had that ice alligator thing come out and tried to eat the razor crest yeah marshall you've got the crate yeah. dragon this one you've got the crocodile. you've got old, you've got old dun crocodile dundee's come out and he's feasting on mandos left right and center uh, do you yeah. know what? because we, we didn't know where we were in terms of what planet or location for a brief second i thought is that the mythosol? is this the the mythical mm. mythosol this massive mm-hmm. beast that they just can't slay and you've got to, you can't kill him essentially you've just got to tame it uh turns out it wasn't because um dinjarin made light work of that but it was a good action scene to start with. You got. You also got to see that these powerful Mandalorian warriors were getting absolutely bodied by this thing. One got tail whipped, which I thought was hilarious. They were being eaten. Their 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 weapons couldn't penetrate its scales. Even Thick Boy Paz wasn't mm. making a dent. The Armourer the armor took a beating as well. You know, mm. it, it it went to show firstly that Din is an asset, uh, and he may be an apostate now, but look who's saving the day but is it setting something up as well? Is it just kind of, are we not playing down their power, but is Mm. is this a sign that, you know, the Mandos aren't, they're not immortal, not invincible. They can be taken down easily like other, like other people, because before that, they've always come in to save the day. And here they're getting, they're getting chomped on left, right and center.
0: I think that is a very good shout, Matty boy. I think that's a very good (laughs) observation. Very good shout, you know, In, comes and saves today because of technology at the end of the day right because of the nabuti yeah. starfighter the <laughs> nabuti <laughs> starfighter turns up pow pow <laughs> saves everyone um and and there's a cute little grogu re- reveal as well uh, yes. i was like you know he just pops up I, and i was like oh right so initially i was like oh man they're not they're not explaining this if you've just if you've if you've watched Boba Fett, like, brilliant. If you've not watched Boba Fett, uh, unlucky. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're being yeah. left, well. Even, even being the left. recap didn't didn't do anything. It just mm. said... it. The recap said mm. previously,
1: and it did yeah. show scenes from the book of uh, Boba Fett, but it didn't really... It didn't show Grogu coming back. It didn't show anything Damn like that. You. It was just Dean is an apostate. You're not a Mandalorian anymore. But it didn't show anything to do with <laughs> Grogu coming back. So the recap actually was a bit for me it was a bit lacking if you hadn't watched the book of Boba fett, but like I mentioned with things like solo, I'm on the train that like, these things are out there they're there for what the, all yeah. the info's out there. go check it out. I know that can be a bit kind of like franchise self centered sometimes but you know the
0: info's out there you know i mean it's i we we always say it's almost like there's some dignity you know with with saying like yeah well we've you know we've told that story that's yeah, yeah. in canon elsewhere what you think about it that's a different conversation but yes. like canonically we've already addressed this you know and i wonder i wonder how cuz i'm i'm looking for i'm re- like you uh i don't go online and look at what everyone thinks you know i'll wait until we talk to each other to kind of gauge mm-hmm. you know what 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 was natural reaction down. yeah yeah natural reaction mate um loved it now let's let's like pivot just slightly right because, and I'm sure we'll come back to the reveal. Unless, do you want to go back to the reveal? Because then they do talk about it later. They do in I mean, the Navarro. Like, the grief's like, oh, what are you doing back with this thing? Or something like that. And he's like, yeah. Well, he, Mando basically summarizes season two and Book of Boba Fett in <laughs> in, one, like line, in few, one line. In, in, a, in, yeah, like, a few, like, he's, he, what, what does he say? Um, he basically says, you know, I did it, I, <laughs> I, I completed I, I, I my quest completed my quest he came back he to returned me. that's yeah. it and that's he it re- I, he returned my hel- uh my <laughs> turn my helmet he returned to me helmet he returned to me <laughs> i removed my helmet now i'm an apostate and it's like all oh, right yeah. okay right you're you are catching us up as well and then yeah. there's um before that there's like uh a- he's like oh why don't you stay? And you know, I need a marshal. And he, he's like, "What about Marshal Dune?" And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> she's uh she got recruited by Special Just Ops, Special Forces." Now, see, I, I like that, mate. I like uh, that. Yeah, me we too. We've,
1: uh, we've, we we well, we they heard before from John and Dave that this is a Mando focused episode uh, season. So characters like Cara Dune aren't going to be front and center because this isn't their part of the story. But the fact that they uh, referenced or acknowledged that that character wasn't going to be around. I dug it. And I've said before, the ca- I really mm-hmm. dig the character of Kara. I'm not going to get into it again, but I like the character. Now, let's separate yeah. the art and the artist. And all that. I think the character's great. I would have liked to have seen more of the character. But now yeah. we know, oh, she 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 brought in Gideon, the New Republic promoted her to special forces, and also Gideon is on trial for war crimes. Bish bash bosh, mm-hmm. one, one line, we know exactly what's going on there. That ties up... What happened at the end of season two? Where was Gideon? He was taken to the New Republic. He's on trial. Brilliant. I know we're going to see more of him, but I like I liked that, mate. I love that they didn't dwell on it and they didn't. There was no there was no no silliness like oh she was killed off screen or oh she's just over there out of shot. Hi, it was she's, she's special forces now. And what are special forces? They're covert. Yeah. People don't, people aren't meant to know where they are. They're out there somewhere doing a job uh, in disguise, essentially uh, reconnaissance. So I, I liked that, mate.
0: Well, a good point as well. Very, very good point that they're like, in disguise and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, no, good, great point. Um, well, I think, like, with, with with this episode, when you break down the threads, you can clearly see, like, okay, so Din's, like, clearly got, like, the Mando thing going on okay tick we've covered that um what's happened to everyone oh well grief knows tick let's go back to navarro and mando now wants the ig11 droid he that's the only droid he can trust obviously historically he's not trusting of droids so yeah yeah, let's get ig11 back oh but he's not quite working and you get that like weird almost horror very L- terminator return of ig11 where he's like sub paragraph 15 <laughs> of the bondsman <laughs> guild and then he tr- wants to terminate the asset grogu yeah i, I, like, I did oh, like that scene a lot i liked it i liked yeah. it a lot i was like oh no this this I'm i'm i'm, I'm just here for it it's, it's just entertainment it's just pure entertainment and then later on um you've got the thread again with um Bo Katan, so like yeah returning to that political divide of where the Mandalorians are right now as a race, as a people. Um there's a lot going on, mate, and this this sets up this sets up the series, I think, really well. Could it have been finessed a bit better? Maybe. I, I I I actually think so. I don't know why it's just not a bit longer. Yeah, I would have just let a few things breathe a <laughs> bit more, you know. Like in, uh, I was thinking, you know, like um, even in season two, but particularly season one, you do get like these moments of just Mando walking around, just looking cool. Yep, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean. Just like, no, no you're right. Yeah, just, uh, like, just atmosphere setting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there is there is a bit of that, like when they're walking through like the high street um, on Navarro. I love it. I love it. I love just like looking at everything that's going around, going on around them, and the mm-hmm. aliens, the, the creatures. Growth. Yeah, the market stores, the architecture, just the the general mm-hmm. flavor of Star Wars. And yep. I I yep. always think Mand- Mandalorian's just always been able to do that. It's always able been able to um, convey that sense of oh wow, this is this is escapism this is mm-hmm. a different place this isn't on earth um but it's similar to earth and i uh, and you do get that i just wish maybe they lent into that just a wee bit more i sound like a proper you know like whinger i don't mean to moan really really so, don't mean so- to
1: no I, i'm with I you know. mate um again i'm not going to compare to the andalorian but the Andor episodes They were longer and they did take their time to flesh their story out. Maybe I was just expecting that. But also, you know, I say the Marshall, that was 55 minutes long, the first one of last season. And you do kind of expect, rightly or wrongly, that the first episode might be that bit longer to try and expand on its story. But they did that within 30 minutes. Maybe it could have had an extra five, but they did set up the story like you've just um, laid out there. The things that Mm -hmm. we need to know going forward we Mm. now know what's happening. We know what's happening with Mando. He's got to go to Mandalore. We now, we know that grief is in charge of the, of an independent trade anchor, the gem of the outer rim. They call it, um, in Navarro. Uh, we know what Boca up to, or she ain't happy. Boca is not happy. All of her forces have left her and she is brooding in that castle. And I'm looking forward to see where she goes as well. Um, We got a nice little tie-in as well in hyperspace. We saw the space whales, we saw the pergil as well. Now you know they're coming back in in Ahsoka, but it was quite. Mm. That was that's the kind of tie-in I love. Now, sometimes, and you know me, Luke knows. And for our new listeners, I love a connectivity. I love a connected universe. I don't want a small galaxy, but I like when little things like that pop up to make you like, oh yeah, that was in Rebels. Now it's in Mando. It isn't just confined to that little story. I loved that, mm-hmm. but of course, the wider implications of what where we're going with those, and the last time we saw them, what it meant, I thought that was dirty, and um, yeah. Grogu seeing him as well, just being like, oh, wow, you know, cool, and a new pet. That was great. But yeah, everything's set up here to go, and Navarro, I thought that was great. I loved how prosperous that looks. I know John has said it's been a few years in-universe mm-hmm. since season two, which I'm sure we'll discuss in our main episode. But you can see that in Navarro. There's greenery there. Even the spaceport where Mando lands now isn't just a barren desert land. There's a fully staffed spaceport for them to land in there. But they, like they said, they've now got a, they've got a protocol droid who welcomes you. The in-cockpit announcer is welcoming you to Navarro. There's Twi'lek bands playing. You've got the statue standing proud. You've got markets. It is even more bustling from the last time we saw it. um Mando, mm-hmm. Grief Garga says it's a an official trade spur of the Hydean way, yeah, this place is prosperous. I loved going back there, and I love grief just trying to flog mando an apartment. yeah, hey, I can give you one over there by the hot springs like, I don't want it I'm, I'm here to do something else, yeah, but it's a it's a it's not even a fixer upper it's a great deal um yeah. I quite enjoyed yeah. grief just basically saying look come on he's 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 come out the bit the bounty hunters guild he's still he's still angling for a profit somewhere. I enjoyed that. And uh, then, of course, the the pirates. So the pirates have arrived. We saw them in the trailer. The guy's called Vane. The the lead pirate on the ground is called Vane. He wants a drink, and he's going to go into the school. And he's like, "Well, this used to be a bar. I'm going to go in there and get a drink." And they're like, "It's a school." I know. I want a drink, and it, we yeah. and we get a Mexican uh, Western standoff. Sorry, that was that was fine, but it kind of set up that grief. Carker is he might be comfortable. But, you know, he's still got it. He's still the bounty hunter at heart. I I liked that. um, But I have issues with that, those guys going forward. But it was a fun way to kind of remind everyone that this is a
0: Western. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just a classic shootout, isn't it? And they're just... Mm. I I, I actually wrote that down. I went reminding us that this is a Western. Like, word word for word, that's what I wrote down as well. Um, I that there, you 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 just like flipping blazed through a load of information there, mate. That I need to catch up on. Hang on, right? Yeah, so boy. the pirates, the pirates. I I think I, I I quite liked them, and I like that it's leaning into that weird super. Again, I said Cold it earlier: way. Jabba's Palace, Maz's Castle, aliens mm. um, in in Star Wars, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I, I I'm not sitting there going, oh yeah, sick. I'm so happy to see those. Like the problem um, I've got, mate, is that it's mm. that it, it, again. It's Denictos, it's Clutunians,
1: and it's a Trans Ocean. It's just the same. It, they're they're not yeah. diver, they're not diverting from and giving us different species or different aliens to be the bad guys. We saw a Moncala, uh, one of Akbar's species, make one of them the baddies or something as well. We've seen them in the comics can be can be bad, but let's have like a Moncala bounty hunter or a pirate. Just change it up because it just feel it felt too familiar for me. And I thought Is that I've seen these guys what, too
0: much. Is that what you said um your issue with it like going forward? Is that effectively well, what kind of what's but so when when we meet the Pirate King at the end, uh, cool. when
1: when we meet Pirate King, Gory and Shard, great character design, the guy's like a walking tree. Uh, you know, really cool. But and and I think that's gonna come back later in the season, but it just felt a bit odd where they have their sh- they have their space shootout. He lures him mm-hmm. to the ship, and mm-hmm. the pirate's like, "Right, well, stay here, and uh, we'll let you live." And Mando's like, "Nope!" Whoosh, flies off. They kind of they introduce his character. They gave him this kind of big grandstanding, and then it's just Mando went off, and that was it. We're done with that. It just felt a little shoehorn for me that bit of the end. you yeah, they did, It felt like they just they put it in just to elongate that scene when. Maybe it didn't need to. If they could, maybe they could have built up to that baddie a bit more. Because I think he looks great. And it's Kerry Jones, is the performance artist, the same Dick Geezer who mm. was Cassantin. Uh, and it's uh, Non So was the voice. But oh. So I love the look of him. But it just felt a little I don't know. It just felt like th- that was setting something up, which maybe didn't need to be quite so explicit in this episode. It just felt rushed. We saw I him and then know. he's gone.
0: I I, I I loved seeing Captain Gorian shard yeah. you know I was Sh- like my ship was cool was ship get, was great get, yeah, I uh, yeah I noticed that as well I noticed hmm. that the ship almost gave it reminds me of an old EU um imperial um star cruiser I forget the name of it uh, but yeah. it looks just just look, it looks similar to that it's, it was like a hybrid of that and um like an old republic or oh, a yeah. separatist prequel era um uh, yeah. cruiser you know i was yeah. like mate this that's that's taste i i hear you it didn't really bother me i was like yeah no fair enough he's got yeah, the Naboo starfighter mate he's got the naboo starfighter <laughs> you know it's <Just, laughs> yeah. like overhauled it, it does feel very action adventure um but you know we, we we're talking about the pirates like i loved 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 the um the space battle between mando and the pirates and the way it incorporated the music with him taking out like the ship by ship bang 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 and you got like the different change in score i think that whole scene was so 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 well executed mate oh Uh, here we go mayboys down in a Coca Cola. He's loving yeah. it, isn't
1: he? Give me that bit of energy. You yeah, know, I love that <laughs> scene, and it it played into chapter five of Mando, where he was on the on the prisoner ship, taking down Mayfield and the gang. Where he was, he was stealthy. He was hiding behind things or approaching in mm. the shadows. Here, he was literally stationary behind an asteroid. Ship goes past, bang! Then he comes out again. Three ships go past, bish bash bosh. He's out of nowhere. They they incorporated his. His his flair for stealth, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Um, and it shows what a firstly what a f- excellent versatile ship the N one is. He's spinning an awful lot. Good trick, mm-hmm. and it sh- it shows the firepower oh. <laughs> he's got as well. I like that. I mean, I like that they kept Vayne alive, the the pirate kind of goon leader. I like that because I you know that that's de- that's definitely coming back. Um, Gori and Shard and Vayne are definitely going to go and lay siege to Navarro later on. Uh, and take out either take out grief cargo or just basically obliterate what is created. Jesus. If not, then the whole thing was just a bit odd. If they don't go back to that.
0: Well, let's see, let's wait and see. They might pop up somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I mean, I mean, they might hire, um, another marshal to protect Navarro, you know, maybe Ooh. a big boy Cobb might turn up. Imagine or, that. Or, mm, I don't know. There's, there's, there, I think yeah, there's a loads of things that could happen. And yep. I think it wasn't necessarily accidental that um grief is making a big deal of, no, mate, we're not joining the jurisdiction of the new republic. Yeah. We are yeah. we're we're separate. We're gonna be like the biggest free trade port in the outer rim, is what I think he it said. Tatooine yeah. is also it is also in the outer rim, right? So you've got all of these like planets that were maybe part of Hut space, or maybe not now. I think there's going to be some crossover from Boba Fett, and I think on top of that, we have heard and we we know that they're going to be um, exploring a little bit more into the state of the New Republic, and I think that could kind mm-hmm. of play into Navarro becoming kind of like this uh, home space you know you know like a video game you've got like the home planet like the starting planet or your base yes i feel like navarro's gonna slowly become that for mando you know it's just like the safe safe place yeah i'm fine with it too because it's been there since day one in this series in in the mandalorian as a show um and grief's there so he he knows it's his happy place it's his happy place he's got nowhere else to
1: go as well think about it he can't he's no no razor
0: crest sleep on
1: anymore he's got nowhere to. he's got no home essentially
0: that's a shout. Well we we saw him having a nap in um in in, in like <laughs> hyperspace, didn't yeah, we? Like he's there he just having a nap. Grogu's like, "Yeah, come let me cuddle up, mate." Uh oh. loved all that. Here, right, okay, let's um let's segue again. Let's segue again. Let's do a little cheeky shuffle. What what did you think of the um the effects and CGI um the general look and feel, the visuals of this episode what do you think about it mate
1: Uh, i have a note on there i think it looks great i think the effects on this show get better and better and and they don't try to hide them either the there's been a lot of talk about the the volume in recent weeks some of it from me when i'm reviewing films that in the wrong hands and we've spoken about it it doesn't work does it only work best in shadows when you don't have to when you when you can hide some of the the deficiencies Yeah, like the Batman, mm. for example. Mm. But then someone like John Favreau comes along and he's like, no, you see Navarro, we're going to like this as much as possible so you can see it. There's no hiding from it. And I didn't feel like it was the volume at no point. Maybe once when there's a, when it's, when it's a tight shot on Grief's face. But other than that, I did not feel that we were in the volume. I felt like we were on a set, a location shoot, which had been done up to look like Navarro. Uh, I think the space battle looked good. I think for the budget mm. they have, I think it looks really good. The, yeah. I, I, I'll always take people in masks like, um, like the, um, Nickto uh, pirates. I'll always take that over a CGI face because it just looks more tangible. I know we'll always mm-hmm. have people saying, Oh, you can tell, but Star Wars and it's that kind of that pulpy, campy Star Wars isms, which yep. I like. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and the puppetry is very good. Obviously, the Anzellans are back. Oh, and mate. My <laughs> boys. You got no, no, Squeezy. And Shirley Henderson is back as well, who, who puppeteered and voiced Babu Freak? She she puppeteers all of them, so they've got her back. Um, now the credits just say Anne Zellens doesn't necessarily say Babu Freak. I had to check for that, but um, okay. you know, I think I, honestly, mate, I think I think it looks really good. The 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 one thing that could have fallen down would be uh, Crocodile Dundee. I think it looked good, obviously, because that's such a huge effect, and it's so mm-hmm. visually mental to see something which looks like a crocodile but blown up tenfold. I think it, no. I think I think that passes. I think it looks good. It looks no worse than the crate dragon last season, which I think looked really yep. good. I think I think it gets bit better and better in the right hands. This this is good technology. But
0: um, what about you? Are you thinking about the, I, the look of this? Yeah. No. I I thought what I I, I literally thought while watching this. Have they got new cameras <laughs> or something? Like it felt um, it felt like it was upscaled or something it's I, even more I, I, I don't know it yeah maybe maybe i think that, that my only i don't know if this is even a criticism or not mm-hmm. because I, I know that it's all been done on purpose but at times you're you're probably gonna think this is so picky luke calm okay. down okay, here and we you'd go probably be right but i think i think at times maybe the lighting was a bit bright this is so picky. Calm down.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Do you mean on Navarro? Do you mean or all over?
0: I think actually all over. I was like, apart from maybe the space scenes, I was like, mate, everything's like really bright. <laughs> everything's like Good And point. When, when when you compare it to Mando Season One where it's maybe a bit more gritty, a bit more moody, I was like, this just looks really bright and moba yeah, had the same thing i think as well boba fett looked quite yes, right as well it did and i, I kind of get that because it's on a twin suns planet but when you compare it to a new hope or when you compare it to um even Tatooine in the prequels it looks kind of different like the, the, you know it could be calmed down a little bit so yeah that's um that but but visually everything else and listen that's me being very nitpicky so do you know what forget it forget i said that because <laughs> it is nitpicky. no but it's just no, but it's, it's, it's more it's like so it's balance it's not it's an observation do you know what yes. i mean i'm not even having i'm not even saying oh that's inherently bad i'm just saying it's it's an observation um right another thing i i loved i loved the cg in this you know whether it's yeah. the ships whether it's the 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 crocker dial uh <laughs> crocker goater, whatever gator <laughs> thing that was at the start. Yes, it's crazy and it could easily look really, really dumb, really stupid. Um as we have had a little moan about recently, I think on like pubcast or something on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions. You can join from two dollars a month if you want. Uh, cheeky plug. Um, you know, Compare this, the visuals of this episode, to something like Ant-Man, Matty Boy. You know, it's chalk and cheese, ain't it? It's chalk and cheese. The the effects in this are so much better. The head and shoulders above Mm. uh, Ant-Man. And I don't know. I think that, yeah, in places, the whole thing just felt bigger. And it felt like they really stepped up. And even let's be honest, comparing it to the ships, um the ship movements in something <laughs> like Kenobi. Yeah? Yeah. I i really enjoyed kenobi it's not perfect there's some things that i would definitely change about it as a series um but re-watching that recently as well i'm like mate the ships don't move they don't yeah. they don't fly like that that's not how a star wars ship flies and You're it's never just, gonna let go of that and i don't blame no you. it's small things i'm like but guys like you've got the same and you've got the same people working on maybe they don't maybe they don't have the same people working on it but the, the the ships the flying the combat the the creatures the monsters the puppeteering the volume like i just think mate this is it feels it feels maybe like premium tv to me mm-hmm. to me a bit like a bit like a Andor, you know, Andor has that feel to it and it, it's really different. It's really, really different to Mandalorian, but Andor just feels premium just in a yes. different way, in a different category, a different genre. But this also, I don't know. I think it just came across really, really well, really well. And listen, we got an anzellan saying Yeah, Poodoo. boy. We got an anzellan yes! saying Poodoo. Yeah, Andrew,
1: and he says, What do you want? I was like, Yeah, you yeah. tell him, mate. You tell yeah. him. Mate, I, 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 I love I, those I, moments <laughs> when the Anzelans were talking and as the further they went on, you could clearly understand what they were saying, but grief just kept popping his head down and just translating a man though <laughs> just keeps looking at him like, I get it, I can understand, but is that that's the kind I of would, daft humour that I like?
0: I, I was actually cracking up at the Anzellan, like, <laughs> yeah. Mando interact. And I loved it at one point. I, I was, I actually laughed at, like, at some points during it. And I know it is, it is a, like you said, it's a little bit campy, but we're here yeah. for it. That is what Star Wars is for. It's especially a show like and It's for, for a, like, the whole family, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is, yeah. But Man- Mando goes, uh, Okay. <laughs> and <I was> like <laughs> uh, The delivery, the delivery of it. Yes. Oh, delivery just like, and timing. Per- it was perfect. It was, you speak it was really, really good. He
1: he always yeah. asks people if they speak Hutese, which I find <laughs> yes. funny. He's done it once or twice in the season before. Like Since when has he become so fluent at Hutese? But um <laughs> I just love grief being like, um they can't do it, Mando. Um and he, do, he and it gets to the point where Mando doesn't even say anything. He just turns his head to look at him and then looks back as if to say, "Grief, stop it." And also, yes. he, Grief's looking through this <laughs> tiny little hole in the ground. How did Man The funny thing is, like, how did Mando get in? Why is how did he get into the Anzhen's dead? He looks massive. He looks too yeah. big to get through that hole. Nah, the whole thing don't is just set up, exactly. Yeah. The whole thing <laughs> is just set up as a fun little comedy moment. And then Grogu grabs the Anzel and starts cuddling him. And he starts shouting like "no squeezy, <sighs> no squeezy," and I was like, "He's not a pet. He's like, oh, he's only young. Forgive him." Like being the space dad. That 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 is what I, you know, if we don't compare, we try not to. I've done it all, all show, but that's what's missing from some of the other shows we've had recently. Is that kind of that kind of humour? It's it's light-hearted. It's daft. It's fun. But it, but then I'll make you smile when you see it though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mate. It really, really does. It really, really does. And that's a testament, I think, to um, like the puppeteering. Uh, Dinjarin's voice actor, Pedro Pascal's voice, voice acting, oh, that guy, and even the the body language of you know Brendan Wayne, uh, Latif Crowder. Oh. Is it Crowder? Um, yeah. yeah, like it's just it just it all just comes together. And you just you you're with you you're with this sweet 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 formula that just works. It yeah. just works, <laughs> and I can really understand. And you know, the other day um, when we recorded our last main show, when was that? Last week, last week's main yes. show. And I said, the thing is, right? Look, am I the biggest fan of the reunion between Grogu and Mando happening? Yeah in in both no i'm not i'm not like just jumping out my chair and yes yeah, sick that's perfect mm. however if grogu wasn't here now i think that's all we'd be talking about i think that's the only thing we'd be thinking like oh point. when's the reunion gonna be when's that gonna and it's like and what are they gonna do it early on in the season are they gonna do it mid-season what in a mm-hmm. fourth episode i doubt it it's gonna be a season finale thing and we all know what's what's going to happen they're going to reunite and crack on you know so i think with that in mind and now looking at kind of the threads that this episode sets up and and really um shows us i don't know i think that it leaves me thinking where's this going like i kind of have a few guesses but i'm not I, like next week, I don't know what's happening next week. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, he, I mean, he's mentioned going to Mandalore, but we know our little ADHD warrior, Dinjarin gets goes on side quests yeah. for, for the band. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're going to hang out a
1: frog lady for, for no reason probably next week. Yeah. Actually, yeah, bring back the frogs. Misty Rosas was also in this episode. She was the... She was the captain of the pirate ship, which was pretty cool. So, shout out to Misty. We've had her on the show. What? She's I met her a few times. She's wonderful. She's the pirate coxswain, which is the uh, captain of the ship on the uh, Wow on Gorian Shard's ship. So, um, I always look oh. at the credits as well to see who who may or may not have shown up. So, yeah, Misty is in Good there. Um, yeah, I I agree with you about Grogu. I think. I think it almost needed to happen, given where the trajectory of this season is going. He's going to go to mm. Mandalore and try and redeem himself. That if it didn't happen now, it would have It would have had to surely have happened in the next season. So you'd have had a whole season, uh, unless they found a good reason to be like, oh, actually, I need Grogu here to help me with this. So it kind of needed to happen. It's just the way it did was, it, for me, it left a little bit to be desired. But yeah, we, we at the beginning of the episode, Din has that shard, doesn't he? he has that green shard, which he shows the armourer, which a traveler has given, gave to him a Jawa, took it from a traveler and he shows it to the armor. He's like, look, the creed teaches us of redemption. Maybe Mandalore isn't, isn't poisoned. Somebody got Mm -hmm. this. I'm going to go there and I'm going to find the living waters under the mines of Mandalore, which is very Tolkien. Um, And I'm going to prove to you that firstly, the planet isn't lost. And secondly, I can, redeem myself and become one with the way again so that's obviously where we're going and then when he goes to meet up with Bokatan at the end and yeah like i said she she ain't happy she, she's on calavala in her own, she's in this big empty cavernous castle mm-hmm. and din's got to do mm-hmm. that big old long walk you know those those castles and that architecture was designed for a reason You know, they, whoever's on the throne can see you coming from a mile off and you've got to walk towards them, looking at them. Um, But he says, I want to join you, but she's having none of it. Since she returned to Calavala without the Darksaber, her forces and the stolen fleet have gone. You know, they've become mercenaries. They're out there now in the galaxy. She says that his cult gave up on Mandalore before the purge. You know, where were you while Sundari and Mandalore was being glassed? You fractured our people, you, the children of the watch, you you did this, basically. Mm. And he's like, look, I'm going to Mandalore to redeem myself. Come with me. She calls him a fool. And he then calls her out, which I liked. He's like, well, hold on. You're saying the planet's cursed. But a couple of months ago or years ago, you said that it was a lie. There is no curse on Mandalore, so make up your mind. And yeah. she's just like, listen, this is where the minds are. Do what you want. I'm going to sit here and sulk for a little bit. And the little thing I notice is that at the end when she says goodbye, Danger. yeah he, he yeah. walks off and he's shaking his head i noticed that if you rewatch it uh, he, he's shaking his head he he's uh, it's displeasure but it's also i think it's a case of what you know what, what's happened to you what's she who's, who's this mm. schmuck on the throne this isn't the bogatan that i knew a couple of years ago or a couple of months ago depending on the new timeline um is, do you think they're setting her up to be mm. a little no, bit of a villain
0: so. in this mate or is it or, or is she
1: gonna come out of her funk soon
0: well, I think even the way she said you know, or delivered the line, Katie Sackhoff, by the way, smashed this. She's she going, yeah. she smashed this scene. Um, but the way Bo Katan just sits there and goes goodbye, Dinjarin, you know, it was yeah. like there's 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 a sinister sort of yeah. way that she said that, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think she's salty, mate. She's sitting there, sit, she's sitting there on her throne, thinking, hmm, hmm. Probably got a lot of time to think, and this that's is your thought. she Probably wakes up, makes herself a cup of tea, as a couple of crumpets. I'm gonna have some crumpets and a little bit, by the way. I do fancy some crumpets here, yeah. buttery bad boys. Yeah. Um, I, she makes a cry and then she goes sits on her throne, mate. She sits on her throne and thinks, flaming neck you know, what, what could be mine? You know, it's like the opposite to someone like grief carga isn't it? And I think there's probably yeah. a little bit of poetry going on there where, Grief has Good kind of shout. almost found his kingdom. Bo has lost her kingdom, and grief's kingdom's flourishing. You know, there's different mm. people living there. There's droids, um aliens, humans, money. all like, living cohesively and money. Yeah, but what I did notice actually, just side note, I did notice about grief is like he's a he he he's a, he's become a little bit material, hasn't he? Like the guy's literally got. Yep. He, he's he got a bust well yeah even even with comfortable like i think he's a little bit proud you know a little bit too materialistic that's what i think yeah. and then and there's he's got a bust of himself in his office and that's like then we get the great joke what does he said like mine that's, that's something how you like. use your head or something like that yeah yeah <laughs> I was like that's it. now that's <laughs> using your
1: head yeah that's
0: right yeah yeah there we go there there we go um but yeah i think that that feels probably very lost and confused and and frustrated and angry so we listen we know Bo is a big part of this season we know that you know it's not an accident that um katie sackoff has been doing a lot of the media rounds and i think i think if um if Katie Sakoff wasn't a, 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 a new mother and has like a you know quite a young family over in California. Yes. I would imagine she would have been on like a bit more of the PR rounds, like internationally. Like, you know, we know um, Pedro Pascal, yeah. John Favreau were in London last week promoting mm-hmm. the yep. show, talking about it, and, and that looked amazing. When you look at the posters, Din Jarin and Bo Katan, you know, yeah. there's a yeah. lot of front and center. Yep. Yeah.
1: There's, a, so lot of, I think there's a lot of symbolism there as well in imagery, sorry, when of this mm. almost like deposed leader alone in their castle. It's like exile mm. was like thinking like about Napoleon when he was sent away and all these other people. She wasn't she wasn't necessarily exiled, oh, but you kind of get that Matty feeling boy. where that she is. Everyone's left her and she's just alone in this palace of opulence and yes. it's kind of like corrupting her mind maybe a little bit. I think yes. she'll come round by the end of the season, I think. I think she'll help out Din. She may, there may, be, may even be a moment where Din's in trouble on Mandalore and maybe he's fighting a mythosaur or maybe he's fighting a, some goons or other Mandalorians. And, so, and like in this episode, someone will swoop in and help with them and it will end up being Bogotan because she knows exactly where he's going. So I think, she, she, I think she's going to the mines as well. And I think there'll either be a confrontation or a reconciliation, but it sets it up tantalizingly
0: oh don't he's laughing don't. I, I i'm i there's just so much to love there's so much to enjoy Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah like where's it going well we've got we've got eight episodes and I, I i'm honestly like you you know roughly where the direction is headed but like yes. there, there, there's a lot there's next? so much yeah. that could happen yeah there's so much in what order what order is things going to unfold? Are we going to see more of the Empire, the Remnant Empire? I think we will. I think we will. Do <laughs> yeah. you? What do you think? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, we're
1: we're leading eventually into what will become the seeds of the First Order. So I, I think, and I think we're going to. They're, they're not holding back on sequel trilogy imagery, and we know Gideon's mm. on trial. Uh, he'll find a way out, or he'll you know, some somebody will be paid off to let him out or let him off. When He's not going to be chucked in a prison. That's the end of it. This That's mm-hmm. exciting. But like you mentioned, mate, exactly to your point, What what is next? We can kind of guess what's going to happen or not guess. We can predict that he's going to go to Mandalore. He's going to go to the mines and it'll either go right or wrong for him. Something will happen. So we know where his destination is, but well, if that's the case, he can do that in the next episodes, And then we've still got six episodes to fill. So where's he going next? That's the exciting part is, are we going to get um, another big cameo? Uh, will we go to another planet? Are we going <laughs> to go back to Navarro? Are we going to go back to Tatooine? Uh, are we going to get Boba? You know, it's it's stuff like that. Or are we going to have like a, a frog lady side mission where we get marooned on a, on a planet and he has to fight off the local um, predators. Before we then move on, because his ship was being chased, I got a I got a feeling it might be one of those kind of episodes. But you know, I'm I'm down with the that, next mate. one, the next one, the next I think, one, because I do. Um, and I okay. don't mean like I don't mean like a a complete deviation. Because the good thing about Mando is it's always moving towards one point. It never feels random. But I've got no idea where we're going next. We know he's going to Mandalore, but is he going there next, or is he going to go yeah. there? find it you can't ma- find out if maybe it's poisoned i don't know and then have to come back and then go back again i like the fact that it's set up the major threads b- but we don't know what's going co- we can't predict what's coming next or at least i can't i do see it sounds like you can't even predict what's
0: next yes yes okay yeah i when 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 you look at the last two seasons episode two is always like a little it leans into the weird a little bit oh, good point <laughs> so yeah good point Se- <laughs> season one you know you've got this big adventure and they're like right my i need to get my razor crest fixed and he's like right yeah i gotta do this job for the jawas and you're like <laughs> right okay um and, and it's literally a fat-off Cadbury's cream egg. That is... Oh. And I remember, I remember watching that and thinking, are you for real? Like, this is... <laughs> this whole this whole episode. But you, you kind of love it, and I hope I hope that... And it's season two. We get Frog Lady. Do you know what I mean? You are, yep. however, introduced to Bo-Katan and that, but, like, the... the, the, the oh, no. Is that... No, that's the... Yeah, the, right, like, so that's three, tiders. isn't it? Spiders, yeah, spiders is too. That's Peyton Reed's episode. Yeah, flipping I love the spiders episode now. But I remember so at I. the time, I, I I remember at the time thinking, oh mate, I wish some more stuff was coming. But we know it is. We exactly. know it is. That's you just got to be patient and exactly, and you got to be here for the ride. And I think when you look at the seasons in 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 kind of completion or individually as seasons, like that's when you sometimes have the most fun and they're like the, almost the most rewatchable episodes the ones yes, that you can just go yes. yeah let me just shove that on and see what weird and wonderful randomness <laughs> comes up no no you're, you're right mate star wars it's star wars mm. i you know i'm 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 here for it um anything else have we missed anything um, Have we missed any points no, that you want to bring up?
1: No, no real points other than yeah, the IG Eleven scene. I really like that. I like that they set mm. it up to be this kind of the return of IG Eleven, and and it turns out that they've just tapped into his old programming, and you get like the the horror scene of this like this half a body, this half corpse with its entrails and spine hanging out like its electric yep. spine hanging out, red eyes trying to kill uh, Grogu. Um, and in the end, it takes the most ridiculous thing, a protocol droid of all things, dropping a bust of grief cargo on its head to kill it. Um, grief, th- another fun grief moment was in season two. No, it was Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett, Peli Motto was like, oh, Grogu. I'm not calling him that. And in this episode, Grief says, you know, you've got your little friend there. And Mando says, his name is Grogu. And Grief says, yeah. what? He says, Grogu's his name he's like oh, oh so yeah. yeah okay yeah whatever you say and he just moves on <laughs> oh, yes. like in universe i mean they they know what people think about the name some love it some are just like meh i love that they're playing on that in universe where they're just like yeah i don't really want to call him that <laughs> you can see you can say that's his name but we're not calling him that um yeah and yeah that, that was other than that yeah i think we've covered most of it i liked the i liked mando teaching grogu the specifics of the n1 cockpit when he was saying you've got to navigate the galaxy and this is how you fly the fly i think that's going to come in eventually uh before we get the space battle but no it, it was a nice scene setter we found you know we the new republic are trying to expand into the outer rim and grief's trying to push them back mando's going to mandalore Katan, she's lost everything so she's like you said she's yep. sour um mando's man the man is on a quest grief cargo is going to get in trouble with the pirates probably it's just a nice setup but where we go next i don't know but did you have anything else that you that you wanted to add on your notes or that you've thought of uh
0: yeah i'm having a little browse of my well, good or bad uh, my naughty notes my naughty notes <laughs> um and one thing one more thing or sandari gets mention, does not it so we'll be going yes you remember the name Thank you, mate. Well, I wrote it down, didn't I? So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I watched this the first time without credits and like without my laptop, just took it subtitles. in, just enjoyed it. And then second time, subtitles, laptop, you get it. pond notes. Yeah, you know, it, mate. You and, it. uh, oh, mate, really, really enjoyed it. I think this episode just is, it's full of energy. It's full of beans and it wants to go. Somewhere it, and 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 it really just like it flies, you know, out of the house Jeez. as soon as you pretty much start the episode. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm 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 here for it. I can't wait to see what other people think of it. I can't wait to see Absolutely. what we missed because I think there's a lot of details in this. The last I wanted to leave this to the end because I think yep. I think. I think I could be wrong. I think I could be wrong on this. Okay, there is a moment just as we're approaching uh, Navarro-like town centre. You know, you got the Gregs in the background and that, um, yep. the IG11 statue. I'm sure that I saw, like, you know, the bird. Is it con- the, the condor? Like the uh, the bird that Ahsoka. Yeah,
1: I'm sure I saw.
0: Convoy. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure that. I was like, is that, was there, was one of those Ahsoka birds just like resting on IG-11 and like flew? You dirty boy. Um, Yeah. I
1: don't know. I saw a bat on someone's shoulder, but I didn't see that. I'm going to have to, you know, sadly, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the episode now. Uh, What a shame. But now I'm going (laughs) to check that out because um, it would be, it would be a tie-in and it would show that Ahsoka is watching over the child still, um, which I think Mm. she will have a vested interest in Grogu still. I don't know though, mate. I can't, I can't, I can't uh, uh, deny that or say
0: yes for sure because I haven't seen it. I need to go back and look, mate. That's interesting. Mm. Well, last but not mm. least, last but not least, a shout out to the little droids that help. Keep grief cargers cape oh, from yeah. <laughs> sitting on the ground.
1: I, I thought like, they were the little croupiers from the
0: Last Jedi.
1: I thought it was those guys, but um, it may I, have been droids. But that was fun—a fun, A fun uh, little uh, thing. Was, you say he's materialistic.
0: I, like, I I was just here for it. I was like, mate, like, <laughs> what, what, what <laughs> is <laughs> that? What is that grief? I don't know. It's just, it's just like, it's all a little bit odd, but in, in that great Star Wars y way. I don't it, know. It, it feels works. warm. It feels homely. It works. It's, you know, for lack of a better expression, Matty boy, it's all very well executed. Um, and listen, listen, Matt, while we're here, while we're here, is this episode perfect? No. But I tell you what, I tell you what else it is. It is just so good come on so come on good you know it.
1: Mandalorian you know the returns yeah man it's not perfect but we still had a good time with it it's de- i think we're going to look back on this episode in weeks to come and be like oh yeah that's paying off what happened in that scene of episode one that pays off what happens in that scene of episode one it's it, it, it's setting up it's laying the groundwork and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever i do anticipate people might be a bit underwhelmed by it but like you said quite rightly just now i think they will be but i think i think there'll always be people who will love it i think there'll always be people like that and i think there'll always be people who will just find a reason not to like it but fine and i think there'll be people in the middle who may be expected more but overall i think it's a very solid episode like you said mate this is this is part of a this is part of an ongoing saga this is part one of eight this isn't this this isn't the season this is just part one of eight chapters within mm. it so um mm. we're gonna have to come up with a new rating scheme because uh unless we're going to keep the old ponders
0: but um are we going to have it a bit more mando centric i don't know like i've been doing i don't know where the ponder babas came from to be honest i don't know when i started doing them but like i love you usually mix it up i think i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the ponders because it's just classic and um Imagine if you're listening to this for the first time. You must think, "What are they on about?" Rating. <laughs> like we, on about? So it's basically it's another way of saying ten out of ten. I just use to quantify. I go uh, ten ponder ba- like eight ponder banders, ba- babbers out of ten ponder babbers. Um, Matt, over to you, mate. What do you think? You you go first. <laughs> um, I'm going to do. I haven't got the sound bite on me now, but I'm going to
1: I'm going to do mine out of cargos, um, out of griefs. Uh, so out of ten cargos. Okay. High magistrate cargo. I am going to give this one, I'm going to give it straight up a seven out of 10. I think for me, it would be to go any lower than that. For me, it starts to veer into just above average. I think this was a very solid episode for me. Seven is a solid episode. We're going to get more. We're going to get bigger. We're going to get better. I'm going to leave myself that little wiggle room. So seven cargas out of 10 for me though, mate, but over to ponders hit me.
0: Uh, I'm going to cut a ponder Baba in half. Poor bloke. Um, mate, seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, you've got it. Oh, yeah. You've got it. You knew. You knew it. Um, yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, seven come and a half Ponder Babs out of ten, I reckon. And I think that's a decent score. I think mean, it's yes. a really, really decent score. Um, and I, you know what? I think this episode was in intentional like it's intentionally not trying to go wow here's the, like the yeah. big reveal and no 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 like this is a series it's going to be you know taking its time and yeah mate uh so much fun
1: isn't this fun so isn't this crazy fun. mate it's great and i mean i'm a bit of a hypocrite myself because i prefer season one again a paper thin margins here over season two it changes week on week usually but Usually season one. This felt more like an episode from season one, though, <laughs> where, you know, it's just, yeah. it, it, if to me. So I think in the in, in weeks to come, I'm going to look back at it and think, oh, you know, I, I get it now. I appreciate it more. I, I get mm. what they're going for. That's the wrong thing to say. But I'll appreciate it more when we've got the payoff to some of the setups here. And there are plenty. This episode has got a lot going for it. It's a very, very solid opening to a show which we know, we're not blind fanboys, but we know this is going to be a good season. It would have to work very hard to be a bad season of television of something which we've which has knocked it out of the park for us, I think. So yeah, big, yeah. We're almost a bigger and better thing, surely, mate.
0: Yeah. Hello. Goodbye. And I wonder goodbye. if I. Rupert Friend is going to turn up and deliver some smash hit lines for us. (laughs) I love that. I love that his his reputation, his legacy now is just those stupid lines which work so well. Do you know, just quickly, do you know who played um, Vane? Was it Vane? Van? Um,
1: It it was Vane. Yeah, the geezer's name was, uh, he's a guy who's been in a few horror films. His name is Marty Matulis. Um, He's not a... Like a bit like a particularly well-known actor more of a character actor he's done a lot of horror tinged performances so him being this kind of creepy pirate kind of fits in with his uh his cv somewhat so uh, yeah i thought he was pretty good
0: yeah no i liked him uh is he a british national or like i don't know
1: i think he's an american fella
0: I think because I, I was wondering, I was like, is this guy doing, you know, like, a su- like, is he trying to do like a Kent Surrey accent or something? Or is <laughs> he nervous. trying to do West what Country nervous. at times? At times, I was like, you know, what's what's going on there? Is he, is uh, he leaning into Barbosa from parts of the <laughs> Caribbean or <laughs> you know, I'm a bit sure. to Bill Nighy? He's born in
1: uh, Orange, California. So he's very oh, much man. not from Kent or Surrey. He's a Californian lad
0: yeah there we go then that's right i'm gonna go have me crumpets <laughs> i can't yes, wait mates. how excited are you for next week by the way are you like
1: i am in a good space i don't want i know we've cut I, th- I think we've we've put ourselves in a position now where nobody can sit here and say we didn't like it or we're a negative i think we've kind of explained our thoughts on that and actually why the episode was very decent but yeah. i am i am excited for next what next week mate if we didn't get some of the setups here, then maybe I wouldn't be as much, but I'm excited for what's to come because we've got those setups. It actually makes me now wonder well, we're not going to complete that mission straight away because that is the point of the mm. season. Where mm. are we going next? Who are we going to encounter? What locations are we going to go to? Are we going to see more crazy pirates like tree faced pirates and that? I mean, I'm excited, mate. It hasn't dampened my enthusiasm. You know, I love the week on week stuff with Mando, but uh, just lastly, then for you, is
0: it are you hyped still
1: or is it taking a little ooh, a bit of nosedive?
0: No, I'm 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 mental hyped. I'm, <laughs> I'm mental. if you c- cut me open, a Mando comes out. You know, like I'm just <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm here. I'm just Best here for guy. it. I, you know, I'm just I'm 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 here for the ride. It's enjoyable. I think the family. I think Kidly Winks. I think adults. I think people who have grown up with Star Wars prequels, Star Wars originals, Star Wars sequels will love it. And mm-hmm. yep. that Mando just kind of does that. It just kind of has that effect. So very, very, very excited. My boy, um, this is the way mate. This is the way. This is
1: the way I've, I've missed doing the OG recaps. It's been 84 years, but we are back with Mandalorian recap. This is the end of the first recap of chapter season three. Sorry. Chapter 17. We're going to be back next week with the Mandalorian recap for chapter 18. I had to think about that one then. And we can't wow. wait to do that. But, mate, let's be honest. The fun doesn't end. here. No one's ever really gone. Uh, for those who
0: are new to the show and old, where can the world find us online? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search for us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions and uh, you'll find us. Uh, chuck us a follow. We have a Patreon. Mentioned earlier. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. So also if you want to like just join in in like the spoilery chat we have a discord server so a fat off group chat it's great, it's great fun message us on socials or drop us an email and uh and we'll send you the link oh and our email hello there at uk. let us know what you think let us know what you think of the episode uh we'll be talking about that shortly yes sir if you want to continue
1: to support the show for free you can do simply by leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice if you're on spotify you can do it on there as well those five stars they help the show grow gets new listeners in it gets us up the algorithm and all that good stuff
0: but it's just another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week yeah and tell your mum tell your dad tell your friends tell your auntie Ooh. tell your nan tell everyone tell your sister tell your nearest ewok tell your nearest and Anzellan is an Anzellan, yeah, right? Anzellan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell your nearest Anzellan, the more the merrier, the castle spicier. Yeah, I was going to say Anzelen, So tell your nearest tree face oh.
1: pirate that this is the show you're looking for. So until the next Mandalorian recap from me, this is the way.
0: And from Luke, this is the way. <laughs>